Hello and welcome to the Success with Savita podcast where we share hot tips on how to do life and business without losing your mind. I'm your host Savita Nanjapa, entrepreneur, high achieving 9 to 5er turned transformational success coach, helping you create a wildly successful business. Come hang out with me and other fabulous humans like you every week for stories and chats packed with a healthy dose of tips, resources, how-tos and real talk. Side effects may include a happier and more confident you with each passing day. Hi and welcome to another episode on the Success with Savita podcast and in today's bite size I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite productivity hacks how to stop procrastinating. I'm going to share with you my best tips that's worked for me and for my clients and disclaimer I've been a serial procrastinator myself. all my life and i've tried really hard to overcome this and i would say i have a fairly good handle on it now but there's still sometimes when i succumb to it and it could be at work or it could be in my personal life as well what i want you to understand is procrastination it's not like you fix it once and then you never do it again you will probably do it again unless it becomes so ingrained so deeply ingrained inside you that you change your habit completely to what Ashton Doctor in his book calls procrastinate. Now these tips are going to help you not just at work but in life in general. However, let's begin by asking the most important question which is why do people procrastinate? Let's talk about that first because that's really the core of what needs to be addressed. Ask yourself, anything that you want to do, you'd love to do, you desire to do, you wish to do, why is it that you are unable to get it done until almost till the deadline's nearby? Okay and when you ask the why don't just think about it like on the fly for a few seconds take some time really sit down don't make it complicated but take a few minutes to sit down and really identify what are some of the reasons why you could be putting off a task for example it could be a painful task it's not something that you enjoy doing it's annoying maybe that's a reason why you're putting it off or it's a boring one that could be a reason or there are dependencies on other people and you don't trust somebody would come through on it and you don't feel that the other person is capable of getting it done on time or the way you want to get the job done another reason could be that sometimes the job includes you taking some decisions which could be challenging because they're painful decisions for you or maybe you're going to offend someone and that's why you're putting it off so there are many reasons these these are just a few reasons that i'm sharing but there could be so many more that you should spend some time identifying because now that you know why you procrastinate you can start to fix that if you know that you're avoiding things which are confrontational in nature the energy you should be putting into is to figure out what's the best way to approach it so it requires as little confrontation as possible is there a better way to is negotiation a way is there some other intervention that you can do to ease this pressure on you so that's really number one that you begin by identifying why you procrastinate the more time you spend doing this the more aware you become about the reasons behind you putting tasks off to the last minute and it tells you a lot about who you are and how you function the second thing that you want to do is identify if this is so deeply ingrained within you that it's become such a habit and then now you need to actually change this habit what i mean by this is in the book uh, by ashton doctor which is change your habits change your life he talks about procrastination 
Now, if you know you consistently procrastinate, can you flip the switch? That is just the way of life where you can flip the switch so you can move it from procrastinate to procrastinate where you're getting way ahead, starting things well ahead, getting things done. So that's a strategy that you want to adopt if you know that sometimes it's just, just the way you function. There's no specific reason. You just do everything. Why do something before the deadlines close, right? So that's something for you to think about. And I really highly recommend this book for you to get started. Of course, there are many different methodologies. There's Peter Allen's Get Things Done uh, methodology, which is, you know, you should get his book as well. If you're really serious about really fixing this procrastination for good, I'm not talking to those who do it once in a while. This is for people who do it all the time. You may do it once in a while, that's okay. That's human nature. Maybe it got delayed for whatever reasons. But if you regularly only work when under a deadline, then you want to, and, and then put yourself under immense pressure, uh, then you want to really fix this once and for all. Now let's talk about the third thing about, you know, really fixing procrastination long term. You want to write down the consequences of what goes wrong if you don't get things done in time. For everything, every task that you're putting off, that you're delaying, you can write down besides the why, also the consequences of if you don't get this done. And sometimes that can really give you the push that you need to get started on your task, okay? So let me recap this again. Number one, ask yourself why you're procrastinating. That will help you become self-aware and identify the root cause. Number two, identify whether this is just once in a way or this has become a way of life for you. And number three, identify the consequences of what if you don't get things done on time or even when you're working on a deadline what are some of the consequences of that so coming back to what i wanted to share today i want to share also the tips hacks and resources that has helped me and my clients starting off number one make a to-do list you can have a lot of time and we only think uh, that we procrastinate because we don't have time but actually there are a lot of people who have the time but when you sit down to work there are so many things calling out for attention that you don't know which one to prioritize. Everything is important. Everything seems suddenly urgent and you're not sure which one to begin working on first. So making a to-do list will help you. Now you can have a weekly to-do list. You can have a daily to-do list. Preferably write your to-do list the night before so you can estimate how your day, how to schedule your day. You can estimate the amount of time that you need to get things completed from that list. Now, what I do is I use the Evernote app and I actually have different notes set up for different parts of uh, my business. For example, it could be workshops. And then I have all my workshops that I need to prepare for and get done within a certain amount of time. Now, there may not be a deadline to create a workshop uh, or I may not be presenting a workshop, but there are some topic ideas that I have and I'd like to keep it ready so I can pitch that uh, workshop topic. So I may have that as a list. Somewhere else I may have a list on the guests that I want to reach out to. So if I know today is going to be the day that I'm going to spend the next one hour pitching to guests to come onto the podcast, who are these guests that I want to reach out to? I already have that list. This way I have many different notes which helps me understand if I'm working on a certain area, what are the priorities that I need to focus on first? So that's how having a to-do list was really important for you. The second one, you've heard this before, is to break tasks into smaller steps. Let's say you have a task on your to-do list. This is the one that you're putting off. It could be a project. It could be something even small. What is your first step in that task? Divide this large 
task if it is large into smaller manageable chunks to make them less intimidating for example this week i mean i've been planning for a month now but but this week i'm putting together a birthday party for my daughter to me all of the work is um, not as stressful as this one putting together an event is really stressful for me for 20 kids is quite a task for me i love putting together events but it doesn't mean that i don't see a level of stress and i like to plan well ahead so i have already have my list and i keep ticking off what's step 1 what's step 2 you know and i go through the list so for example this week i've already frozen on the venue now that was one place that i had delayed i should have started that in jan but over the years i've gotten really good at this i know i probably think of uh, a theme in december i'll think of the party i'll think of you know where we may tentatively have it i'll think of the return gifts so i get all of this done at this point we've already done our return gifts in january organized all of that so that's one less thing for me to worry about once i know a theme then uh, you know the cake gets ordered the decor person gets told what the theme is and sometimes if you have an efficient decor person like me i can really leave a lot on her table she gets things done i just need to show up i just need to do the other things like invites uh, and i have to just tell her what activity so uh breaking a task into smaller steps really makes a big difference you've just got to know step 1 what is step 1 in your project in your task in your list and then you can get to step 2 My next tip is to use a timer. It's a lot like the Pomodoro and I'll talk about the Pomodoro. But set a timer for a specific amount of time and work on one task until the timer goes off. Now, you may not use the Pomodoro technique, but there are different versions of this that you can use. And using a timer works really well for uh focusing on one area. So you can set it for 45 minutes, you can set it for 30 minutes, you can set it for an hour, your choice, and then you stay focused on that one task and avoid distractions. Number 4 easier said than done eliminate distractions find a quiet place to work turn off your phone shut off your email social media accounts you tell your family that you reach out to me only if it's an emergency and you actually make sure you have this space to work for 1 to 2 hours a day or at least you have this this quiet time to work as often as possible during your work number 5 is use the pomodoro technique of course How does the what is the Pomodoro technique? It's basically time blocking. What you do is you work for 25 minutes, then you take a 5 minute break, and you repeat the cycle four times, and then take a longer break. So within a 2 hour period, you worked in four 25 minute blocks, and then at the end of that fourth block, you take a longer break of, you know, 30 minutes, maybe you'll have a meal, whatever. So that's how you use the Pomodoro technique and again as powerful as setting a timer time blocking is a powerful way. This is called the deep work hour. What you do is you schedule that one task which needs your intense focus for this time so you you know you don't start by thinking okay I'm going to use a timer what should I work on you already know that in today's calendar I have this block of time that I'm going to be using to do deep work. what is it that i'm going to be working on you already know it so you start get started on that task immediately if you'd like to get more help and support on deep work join our deep work hour every tuesday we do this between 12 to 1 i'm relaunching that i'm going to drop the link in the show notes go ahead and sign up for it and show up on a tuesday we do it on zoom you come you show up you tell us what you're going to be working on for that hour we work silently while we're on zoom for 15 minutes 45 to 50 minutes and at the end of it we share 
within the group what we may have accomplished or in the chat box and then we're done with our deep workout for the week so come get used to it it's absolutely free and it's a great way for you to get started finally number 6 is find accountability my tip number 6 is to find accountability work with a friend or join a support group to stay motivated and accountable for your goals like the group that i like i said join us on tuesday this will help you get started and then you can find your own blocks of time but having accountability is brilliant because you get to do a lot more you show up more and it really helps you break that pattern of procrastinating on projects so find a partner you can reach out to a business bestie and ask them to block out time at the same time and you both work together and in silence right this is not the time when you're going to be catching up okay tip number 7 reward yourself set small rewards for completing tasks on time this can help motivate you to get you started and keep going my child did this recently she had to complete a project and she was putting it off obviously she did it one day before the deadline but then when she got started she went at it for an hour completed it did a great job and she felt so happy that she told me mama i want to celebrate by going and getting ice cream so you've got to come with me i said of course and this is something that you can build on right every time you complete something especially if you're a serial procrastinator like i have been in the past again use this to reward yourself it can be something really small but use this to reward yourself when you get through your to-do list when you get through your projects when you complete and meet your deadlines well in advance and finally my last tip for you which is the most important one just start sometimes the hardest part of a task is getting started so just begin working on it the momentum will help you keep going how often have you started doing a task which you thought is going to be really hard and then you realize okay it didn't take that long as much as i thought and often the flip side is also true you leave a task to the last minute because you think someone will take you so long but invariably when you start you realize you need it you should have planned for more time and that's when your quality or your your ability to to create a better output is challenged so my biggest tip for you pro tip for you is just start get started know what's your first step what is step 1 and just start with step 1 the rest will start to follow rest will start to fall in place i hope you like the tips that i shared as always if you like what we shared leave us a review share this with more people and i hope over a period of time with dedicated focus you will be you will become a procrastinator get things done well in advance use your calendar well block time off in your calendar to work on your tasks well in advance in fact give yourself a challenge where you will tell yourself that you're going to finish things well in advance with two days time left before you have to actually complete it with that have a wonderful day ahead and i will see you in the next episode Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like this episode and you want more, you can go to the show notes on my website which is successwithsavita.com/podcast. If you like what you've heard so far, I would be grateful to you if you could leave me a 5-star review, subscribe to this podcast and share with a friend who may find this useful. You can also follow me on my Instagram at successwithsavita and DM me any questions you may have and I will be happy to answer them for you. Until the next episode, believe in yourself and all the best to your success.